it's time for the beer phase. With your hosts, Mark Cox. The only Cox in podcasting. Jeffrey Swan. Softest hands in the South, baby. And Ryan Smith. Doesn't matter as long as we're all having fun. Much delay. We're all back mm. in the saddle. Mm. Some mm. delay, a little mm. bit of delay. Yeah. Mm. Ryan's alive. Gonna I'm not dead yet. We tried. Tried to kill him. Although I am only half as wise, so I'm now the normal amount of wise. <laughs> so it's been a bit. I guess the last one that we actually technically did was uh, the drunken episode in the cabin yep that'd be Mm -hmm. the one this was a while ago so we're back for some actual talk this time but before we get into that we have the all-important beer phase ryan what are you drinking what are you drinking out of jeff i am drinking an ephydra no ephyra double ipa from, I've already forgotten the brewery, uh, Lorelei Brewing Company in Corpus Christi, Texas. I'm drinking it straight from the can. It's a little hoppier than I want it to be. It is a double IPA. I was hoping for something a little uh, more balanced, a little less citra in it. But hey, it's green. It's happy. I got rain in the house today. Not in the house, at the house today. Life is good. Life is alive. I might be able to eat solid food in a week or two. Yeah, don't miss that. I have my teeth pulled. Oof, man, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm, hey, Jeff, what are you drinking? What are you drinking it out of? Oh, well, I was going to pop open one of these beers that Mark brought back t- for me, but I wasn't wasn't sure if I should just hold on to it till we do a board game night or something. So instead, I went uh, with... It's been pretty warm out, so uh, I was hearkening back to my stomping grounds and... The other day, I picked up some Pacificos, which is like my cerveza of choice. So I am rednecking this shit out of a bottle with a lime in it, drinking a Pacifico, you know, like a savage. So, Mark, what about you? What are you drinking? I I have a Clown Shoes Beast from the Far East, which it's an imperial out that they've got barrel aged with bourbon and Vietnamese coffee. I'm not a big fan of the bourbon side of it, but I do like the Vietnamese coffee flavor in it. Um, 
And I like clown shoes a lot. And I'm drinking that out of a... Oh, it's my Black Script uh, Bayou Battles Cup, since we got Bayou coming up. Nice. Mm-hmm. Excellent choice. I remember that being pretty oaky. Yeah, it's it's a little... twangy. <laughs> I like it, though. I mean, I don't like it as much as I like the... Uh, what is it? The Unidragon? But... It's mm-hmm. still pretty good. Oh, a lot of drinking. Is that Lorelei any good? Like, you think we should go down there the next time we're in Corpus? Um, yeah, I've had three from them now. They've all been pretty good. They tend towards the hoppier side. Oh, really? Okay. At least two of the three I've had, but I've had their IPA, their Amber, and their double IPA, so I thought the Amber was a little hoppier than I expect the style to be. Did they make it a red on but, accident? I think, yeah. It got a little <laughs> too close to the American Red Ale. Gotcha. Yeah, Jeff, you're going like to like those Chester King beers that I brought for you. Oh, yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, I was just waiting because I was like, well, I don't need to drink this entire bomber of this tonight. So Yeah, you definitely don't want to try and do that in yeah. a single sitting by yourself. Yeah. It's like, eh. Because it's not, well, I guess the funk metal is strong enough to get you drunk, but the other one's not, so you just sit there and just have to pee. Yeah, and I wasn't in the mood for a sour tonight, so. Yeah. Oh, well then, yeah, definitely good choice not doing that. Definitely not a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Literally all those weird fuckers do is sours. Sweet. Well. They do some saisons. Yeah, but they sour them. (laughs) Yeah, they're one of those, they're one of those that like to do a lot of sours, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a weird little compound. Yeah, we call it the commune. My wife and I, every time we go out there, it's like, yep, going out to the com- commune. Yeah. Self-sustaining but... farm, slash pizzeria, slash brewery, whatever else they want it to be. Well, almost self-sustaining. Like, yeah, I'm pretty they sure don't they do didn't their own make... grain. Well, they didn't make the pizza boxes on site. and Pretty sure I they suppose. aren't blowing glass. So... Uh, I don't know about that. Blowing <laughs> something. Yeah, they're uh, they're an interesting Austin brewery. They're very Austin, which is a bitter insult, Mister Roller. And you shall be dealt with accordingly. Are Are you going to Bayou? I I didn't think you were going. Yeah, I'm going to Bayou. Oh, okay. I thought you couldn't because of your kid's birthday. We had it this weekend, so that I could go. Oh, you did it early. Okay, well, problem solved. Yep, I will be there. Cool. I may not be eating, which means I'll get drunk really fast. Oh, yeah. It'll only take me 10 or 12 beers. <laughs> it took you less than that when we were at your house. Uh, That's true. You were on some pretty yeah, when heavy... You get on those meds, I was also yeah. on hydrocodone. Uh, yeah, exactly. So... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow, Ryan's drunk and he's had four. That's a record. And And hydrocodone, yeah. It does yeah. good things. <laughs> Yay, painkillers. Could have shared. I could have. But then how could I sell them to Cody? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he he, 100% tried to buy them from you, didn't he? I actually haven't seen them. I don't think he knows that I have them yet. Oh, yeah. He would have been knocking Otherwise, down at your yes. fucking door. <laughs> Give them to me. I want to go jerk off and pass out. Cody, that's not how that works. I'm going to do it. 
I'm gonna drink my That's 24 pack of Coors. I'm gonna go do it. Right. Drink it. Cool. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's the yeah, derail. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, it took us not very long at all. Well, we're a little rusty. All right. Yeah, we'll get back into it. I mean, our whole last episode was a derail from the beginning, so. Well, it's been months. What are you guys working on hobby-wise, or what have you done up since the last conversation? I know Ryan's I finished... been working on some shit. Ryan's been doing a yeah, lot. Yeah, I finished up the Bermall. Yeah, um, I saw. 148 models. Uh, I finished with the Confrontation Titan Dragon. That really, the beer mall was the excuse for me to paint that, because I don't think I'll ever fit it into an army somewhere. Yeah, I love Jordan's. Um, that thing's awesome. Love the love that model. Yep. It's a fantastic sculpt. Right now I'm working on some Ogre Boomers. Um, I've got the biggest Grokagamok you're going to ever see, because um, I let Jeff Daniels talk me into taking three giants, and then I went, well, what if I take two giants, a mammoth, and Grokagamok? And he's like, I suppose that is acceptable. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm painting ogres for Bayou <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to base them on Because my display board doesn't allow me to put anything new on it <laughs> That's the problem when you do slotted in bases Are you using but the mountain again? Out. Or what I am, I'm going to be stupid and give it one last tournament God, that thing is fucking massive It is, and I will be drunk I'll be weak, I'm not supposed to lift that much Ooh, then don't. So I'll schlep it around all weekend. Yeah, yeah what's the worst that happens? Carts or something, you know? <laughs> Here's an idea. Have Cody. Are you come working carry on Jeff? You. you sound <laughs> you sound pretty busy these days. Uh, Sounds like I, he's painting right now. I'm painting literally right now. Yeah. Um. Well, since the last episode, I painted an entire army. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally, a, a entire army. I had zero models painted for Capital City before I went to that and uh, painted the entire 2,200 points that never had a drop of paint on them before going into it. So I got it done in like a month and a week. So it was more Fantastic. of a, uh, yeah, it was more of like a challenge to myself to see how fast I could get something done to a high standard and it was it was good practice to like you know get better at doing some techniques that let you fill stuff faster without you being like you know how it is when you're between layers and you're like trying to be hyper perfectionist about every fucking layer you're putting on knowing full well you're going to cover it and um I used to know what that was like yeah nope i don't <laughs> so you know, it was really a practice in getting stuff done a little bit quicker and still doing it to a really high quality. So that was that's what it was that's what it was for. So I took it to Capital City, was able to get best paint there, which was pretty cool, uh, with an army I was able to get done that fast. Um so it, it evidently worked. My 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 experiment worked, uh, but I got an entire uh, Forces of Nature army done with a couple big monsters that uh, Grebo Games um, Hydra that I had sitting around. I got that done. Got uh, a Tree Man that I won at Lady of the Lake done uh, from that Ultra Forge one. The Ultra Forge Tree Man. Mm -hmm. That's a really cool model, man. Uh, I I had it sitting in my closet for. 
like two years now, and I just mm-hmm. never got around to doing it. Uh, and it was just a good excuse to put down a whole bunch of models, and I have not painted up any of the GW Minotaurs that I've had for years and years and years. And uh, I I like the models. A lot of people don't, um, but I think if you paint them properly, they're they're pretty good models. But you do have to know what you're doing, otherwise they just look like really weird, lumpy, like over over muscled shit. So. Mm-hmm. Um, just took some time, got all that stuff done, had some models I wanted to get done and, uh, was pretty happy with it. So it's cool to have, uh, another finished up army that, um, I can have for people to borrow too. Cause you know, my brother-in-law has been getting, been getting into playing more often now and he doesn't have time mm-hmm. to paint an army right now. So it gives him a little bit more versatility of something to pick. So he has something to play. But right now, I am working on a old-school GW Forest Dragon uh, from back in the day, like the Wood Elf one from, I want to say, 6th edition. 5th edition. Yeah, it's 5th. If not 4th. Yeah, it's it's old. And I got it as part of, like, a gig on eBay where I was actually just trying to pick up some of these... um, really old uh, metal way watchers um the really nice high detailed ones that they made right before they stopped doing way watcher models and metal yeah uh, that was sixth edition for those yeah really good models super hard to find stupid expensive they're like 14 bucks a piece if you're you know getting them for just one model and uh i decided i wanted to use those for heart piercers uh so bringing a little bit more, you know, a little bit of elviness into my Force of Nature army. So I saw a eBay thing going on that was, you know, hey, here's 12 of these Waywatchers and one of the the Waywatcher lords. And then, by the way, it also comes with two old school tree man, a forest dragon, like 30 glade guards, some mounted elves, like all kinds of shit, like old school um, um, dryads a carrying case and like most of it wasn't painted it's like assembled and like base coated and i was like okay how much and it was like 120 bucks with free shipping i was like are you fucking insane yet buy it now ship it now i want it (laughs) like that was like like the dragon itself i think is selling for like 70 80 bucks if you find it you know solo but really yeah surprising yeah, I, okay, that's a shock. Yeah, I mean, it's not their best model, but it's definitely... Nostalgic, yeah, I know. It's yeah, got it's that late nostalgic. 80s, early 90s look. Yeah, and I think it works really good for, like, a Forces of Nature look to it, right? Because it's kind of like, like, if you do, like, a Flying Beast of Nature, it makes a lot of sense, and it, like, fits the forest theme, and I think it'll, I think it'll be good. I'm not planning on putting riders on it or anything. I just want it to be, you know... A flying beast, and and people like some of the nostalgic old stuff. And this is, I think, one of the one of the better nostalgic old models. So didn't that one come with a saddle? Nope, no saddle. Really? Um, nope, no. This one they had a fucking no, rider on that thing. No, I mean it comes with a rider, but it does not have a saddle. Um, there's never a saddle for it. But it did come with a rider um, back in the day. 
Yeah. I won't be using it. Uh, if I do it, I'm going to magnetize like I, you know, like I did with my owl. Um, that's part of the Force of Nature army I did. I did a the cool mini or not um, owl with the elf caster mm-hmm. on it. Um, so basically, I just put the caster at the bottom and had her like guiding it, so it looked like you know the owl's landing, dropping her off to cast up some spells and fly away and stuff. So that's that might be the same thing I do with this. If I want to have a character with it, I would do. You know, maybe put the character at the bottom um, on the basing and everything and have them magnetized to be able to pull them off in case I want to use, like, as a... Maybe, like, an elf dragon kindred lord or something like that. Don't really plan on playing mm-hmm. elves, though. Uh, you know, I like I like the foresty theme to it, so if I did do elves, it would be, like, a small set of allies, and that'd be about it. Elves are just not my flavor, so... Yeah, the writer was never sitting on it. That's what it was. It was yeah. It was never sitting on. It. I think it was like. Well, wait, no, that's stepping the on the head. Yeah, the sisters. Yeah, the sisters had like that where it was right surfing Here on the go. heads. There's the, the old heads. of it. Yeah. yeah, old school. But there wasn't. Yeah, a, there wasn't yeah a the dude didn't have a saddle. You're right. Mm-hmm. He he. He's just it was sort of like, sitting up there. Well, he was he's sitting up there and he had it. like long leggings that came down, yeah. and then he had a back piece <laughs> that went behind him. That I guess he was the saddle. Yeah, it's basically it's part of the part of the model yeah. for the guy on it. But it was the same thing with um, like I have the old GW zombie dragon from when I was like thirteen or some shit, you know. And I have that one. That one didn't have a saddle either. The saddle was part of the the part of the rider. Uh, part of yeah. the rider, like yep. Zacharias. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. my friend had that one. God, twenty years ago, more. Mm-hmm. And like he had a writer on his, so mm-hmm. I was like, I swear to God, it had a writer. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen some cool stuff done with them. Um, I'm just not sure um, that I want to go too crazy with. It. I've seen some people that are doing like the conversion work to make it like have <laughs> have pieces of branches and shit coming out of it, and I'm just like, eh, I don't want it to be that foresty. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I, I wanted to keep it, you know, nostalgic and non-modded and stuff. So, just fun. I'm shocked by how much those are listing for on eBay right now. That's I fucking, I told you. Are they, are they really that much? Yeah, they're, yep. they're like 80, Fuck, 90 I bucks, bro. Well, some of those fucking things. Dude, uh, I have, listed I have, and uh, sold are two different things. Right, True. yeah. Well, you know, eventually someone will buy it. Um... But dude, I was telling uh, Patrick we did that shop tournament this last weekend at um, in Abilene. But yep. he had um, not Sigvald. Um, what was the dude? I have him. What was the um, Empire um, dude from Storm of Chaos? The um, oh the uh, the main champion. The uh, the inherent. Avatar of Sigmar guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm that like ran around without a shirt on yeah. and had a hammer. Yeah, but the mount the one the one where he gets older and he's mounted. Well, he had an old guy that was like his hype man that used to ride around and and hype him up. Are you talking about that guy? Or are you talking no, about? No, he gets older. Like he actually. No, he got fucking in, murdered in the campaign. Yeah, well, later he does. Um, well, the I campaign have... was all like a series of a couple of years. He was still right. young when he died, right? That's no, no, they, they age him in the storylines. So oh, did they? they have, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, did not know that. Fuck, I have it right here somewhere. Is this him? Oh, uh, no. 
Sorry, I'm in the closet of shame trying to find him. I have him right here somewhere. Anyways. Who's faster? Yeah, Vaulton. Vaulton, yeah. uh, the one where Vaulton, he's the mounted. Vaulton, the Herald of Sigmar. Yeah, the one where he's mounted on the horse. And that dude is going for like a hundred bucks on eBay. And I have one in box for a dude on a horse. Like, Well, that makes sense because he was like a super limited run in 2006. Right, yeah. He was, uh, I think they did him for like maybe a year and a half. Um, cause See, I, know Scott, I don't even know if it was a year and Scott, a half. It was like yeah. about a year, and then they were gone. Yeah, Scott had all the yeah. had all of them back in the day. He, he came out the for the start of End Times. Yeah, that's when he was on. And foot End Times with was like eight hammers. months long. Yeah. So, who was yeah. the dude that was fucking hyping him? That was like Luther or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Luther Huss. Like Luther Huss. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, a bunch of bunch of old school models that are. Speaking just... of Kings of War, <laughs> right? let's talk Warhammer for a long Shit. time. Well, to be fair, a lot of cut. People, a lot of people are gonna know exactly what we're talking about. So, anyways, some cool models and shit, and painting, and yada yada yada. Mark, you been working on anything? Uh, well, my hand is finally not Mark's so like, busted that I can't fucking model. use it. No, dude, I haven't even painted a model. Um, I got my grass fucking green again, and that took, like, two waterings a day for, like, a month. But, um, no, now that my hand's better and not, like, giving me issues with, you know... Masturbation? Well, I use the other hand for that. Oh, okay. Um, for, like, intricate things like writing, painting, stuff like that. Uh-oh, somebody timed out. <laughs> it wasn't me. It's all good. I survived. Um, so I'll keep talking since Ryan doesn't care anyway. No, uh, he doesn't. No, no one does. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> my, my next thing that I'm going to do is I think I'm going to rebase some more rats because um, I'm not going to be able to paint what I want to and get it done in time for Bayou. Mm-hmm. And then with football season starting, I don't know that I'm going to be able to have anything painted. Like I might paint a few big things, but nothing great for uh, for Alamo. And then it'll be... You know, back to the drawing board on the... Oh, well, shit. No, you've got your tournament up. Yeah, I'm going to paint like one or two units for your tournament. Um, I know that because we're going to swap some things around. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna base some stuff here in a couple of weeks. Or the, oh, I guess next week because Bayou's next weekend. And then um, I'll be painting some stuff over the next month, month and a half in prep for yours. Nice. Not, not sure what yet, but I'm going to be painting something. No, I haven't seen anything from him. Um, where's he been posting it? Uh, he'd been posting it like uh, in he, the SEC just, page. Uh, I don't remember. I, he he tagged me in one of them, but he also put it in the actual tournament page um, for Living Legends. Oh no, on I Facebook. Hadn't seen that. Um, he's got. Uh, you remember uh, first and second or whatever? He's got like he's got like full new models, and he did a he did a he's doing one. Um, one of each of the living legends that he because he doesn't know which one he wants to choose yet. He's going to oh, nice. three living legend models for the options he's going to have. <clears throat> so pretty cool. 
He's if got he was smart, cool he going. would base the living legends off of like the bartenders. That's what he is. Like, well, no, but I mean, like, actually paint them to look like oh. the bartenders. He has uh, some beer wenches, different beer wenches he's doing, basically. Paint one of them <laughs> blonde and call it Whitney. Right. Oh, Whitney. <laughs> well, Ryan, we had a very intricate talk about all of the hobby that I haven't been doing. So, uh, yeah. so you talked about stuff you've been drinking. Girls you've been ogling? No. Oh. I mean, I guess we could if you guys wanted to. You fill time differently than I fill time. Well, I'm not on pain meds. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Accurate. Yeah. So I've painted. So in review, I painted an entire army. Mark has got his grass greener and. <laughs> and, hey, and Ryan grass has is important. It is it is important. And uh Ryan has finished up the beer phase challenge for beer wall. Model a week. Yep. Model a week challenge. Yeah. Are you restarting that? Or are we doing time. like year two on that? Um I'm trying to decide if there's a better format for it. I know it got very tedious for a lot of guys and we lost a lot in weeks like twenty to forty. Um, I don't know if I want to do like an army in two months challenge, although uh, Countercharge already does something I think, like that. I think you keep it the model a week and then you just like, you have check in, like, okay, check in week is the first week of the month. And then if they miss that check in, they go, like, okay, well, cool, I'll go to August, the first week of August, and then I'll check in the four models that I did in July and the four models that I did in June. So here are my eight models the last eight weeks that might make yeah. it easier on you. Cause as opposed to like having to do it once a week and then track every week and then track every single entry. Oh, I, I quit the, tracking in week 30. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you for that. Either. I'm just like, going back and backfilling with, okay, these were the guys that were still there in week 30. Do I have yeah. something from them every time? And I still haven't finished going through cause 52 weeks is a lot when you've got like 15 guys that are keeping up with it. Yeah. Right. I, I, th- I think you do a check in like once a month. But still do it like model a week. Or do and then, a recap maybe. Yeah, or, or like that one guy that posted up like here's everything that I did over this 52 weeks and he posted his entire army. It, like that's a good end of visual. So like, hey, here's everything I did this month. And then if they want to post up in the, the forum like, hey, this week I'm working on this. Because some people do that still, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I'm working yeah. on this this week. That's great. But then like just at the check-in, here are the four models that I did. Or here's the eight models or whatever. Yeah, I would probably do it if I checked in like once a month. My thing is I paint way more than 52 models, and I just don't take the time to enter it at all. <laughs> I just don't take the time well, the, to do the Facebook. I don't post most of my shit on Facebook. Well, it's, and it, it's, it's sort the of models like are the, identical the to it, it kind of feels like cheating, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the hobby a day challenge that those guys picked up once we were eight or nine weeks in where... It's not so much, hey, I painted four models in a month as I did something this week and I got it finished. Yeah, right, um, yeah. I found that was that was a big driver in me on, oh, it's Thursday, I need to paint something. Gotcha. Um, otherwise, I would have gone about three months without picking up a brush. And that's yeah. really where it started because two years ago, I didn't paint for like six months. So yeah, this is like... Army I wanted to do and... Is like the first model I picked up since I painted that entire army because I just got it. I got it done, and I was like, "Oh, I need a break." <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, dude. I, I say don't do a check-in once a week. Like, let them post once a week or whatever, and then do your check-ins once or a month. Or just do it save once yourself. a month, yeah. Yeah, save yourself say, yeah. the effort. It's an idea. Save you the um, effort and save was... everybody else the effort, too, because it, yeah. it would get really annoying for me to go, like, I posted my stuff three weeks ago, you didn't count it. Like, alright, shit, yeah. now I gotta go back and look. I feel like a dick. And that's what know? I started running into is week 38 hey billy capgun where was your guy for th- week 38 i can't see him he's on yeah. twitter somewhere yeah exactly it gets really tedious to try and chase down individuals like that but i will say like it, it it's got a lot of people out on the page and a lot of them post and talk which is kind of cool seeing kind of yeah, an amalgamation created of a great little mini community yeah yeah, I wonder if yep, even it'll... half of I wonder if even like an eighth of them even listen to us. I'm gonna guess probably not. <laughs> no. Not to no watch way. the video, but yeah. the guys that do the challenge I think check in from time to time. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they don't. I may be completely wrong. And if I am, they won't know because they're not listening. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but now you pissed them off if so they if are you listening. Did, if if you did Beermon you don't listen to our podcast, then we'll what the hell is going on, man? Then it doesn't count. If you don't shoot me red, then fuck you. Right. <laughs> Jackhawk 9000. Available at Walmart. All right, so well... We'll see how things go as Bayou settles down. I'll either start it up again mid-August, or I'll uh, do it maybe after Alamo, because I know it gets super crazy oh, yeah. between Living Legends and Alamo with just... Yeah getting stuff done you guys even have an idea of what you're taking for living legends no i we do haven't... oh you do, do. Okay. i have an well, idea that's news to me because you haven't fucking told me shit i don't oh, you know mean what, what I'm army doing. i'm taking no i know what models i'm taking oh, coordination. <laughs> yeah dude he's got those corgi models it's gonna be fucking awesome yeah nice corgi be adorable they better fight there than those stupid halflings you had I probably won't be taking halflings again. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Learned that lesson, did you? Why are, this is awesome. I've got so many units. They're so cheap. Holy shit, that's suck. why they're so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, these are bad. And they're gone. <laughs> and as long as nobody charges me or gets in combat with me, so I have an awesome army. It so funny that people would like... <laughs> They would stall out and be like, oh, I don't want to charge in there. I don't want to charge in there. And they'd finally be like, fuck, I got to commit. They'd charge in and your unit would disappear. And they were like, I shouldn't have waited those two extra turns. <laughs> like, no, you shouldn't <laughs> It was have. great. It did what it needed to do. It's just it didn't do it well enough. <laughs> no, it really didn't. Like, in a lot of those games, it did not do what it needed to do, which was like stay alive and capture. Oh, well. a few games. We had fun. No, it was it was a lot of fun. It was just we drank fucking <laughs> crazy to watch your stuff go. Stiff <gasps> breeze. Ugh. Oh, oh crap! You sneezed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's routed. Really, with <laughs> right. fourteen? Oh yeah, yeah. You had me at twelve. They're like, like regiments, right? Well, he yeah. had a couple of regiments mm-hmm. and he had a I couple had hordes. hordes, and they died super, super easy. To the point where I was well, like, maybe my slaves aren't so bad in Ratkin. Maybe they're pretty good. I just didn't realize well, it. It was so much fun. They'd charge in. They'd be like, I'm crush one TC, crush two TC one. I'm like, sweet, I'm defense cool. three. You've <laughs> wasted points. You were on twos the whole time. 
Yep, I, I just assume you're damaging me on twos. Yep, if you hit me, you're gonna damage me. Do, do you have Do you have anything? Well, I got crush. Okay, that's all you need to say. Twos. <laughs> <laughs> it's just twos. Well, cool. I think uh, we got a couple subjects for the night as well. Uh, I think we were planning we're on talking talk about, about actual stuff. I know, I bet, right? I bet we only get through the first subject. How about that? Yeah, how about that's that? Fine. <laughs> we'll give that that's a go. That's what I'm guessing. So uh, we were talking a little bit about Meta Shift and how uh, Cock 18 was a part of that. And if we, you know, I think we noticed at least a decent amount of shift in, in the game. Uh, after cock 18 but wanted to talk about how that was received and uh, what people thought about it maybe some of the overreactions what do we like what didn't we like about uh, 18 and um, you know what what we got out of that so um, there's quite a few things that got changed in cock 18 uh, so I guess we could start with like portions of the book so um Formations was a big thing. Uh, you know, before the cockbook, we weren't really doing formations at all because not all the armies had them, so it felt a little bit advantageous, I guess would be the word, uh, for certain armies to have the capability to take them and other armies couldn't. So, you know, made sure that all the armies had some kind of formations going on. Um, what was everybody's thoughts on the formation portions of them from, you know, either a player standpoint and also from a TO standpoint. Um, I don't have a problem with the formations. I do wish everyone had gotten some, like you had said, but they kind of fixed that. Um, yeah, the only thing that really got left out was uh, Twilight Hands, and that, that got fixed. Yeah. Well, I think he's um, talking about the first time through. Well, yeah, yeah, that I'm was sorry. Part 17. Cock 18 Cock fixed 18. what I had grumbles about. Yeah, same here. Um, I think it makes for more fluffy lists. I'm not sure it makes for necessarily more competitive lists in a lot of cases. Um, mm. You know, you hit a point where if you're doing tournament meta, you're looking for everything to be super optimal. And a lot of these make you take things that they're either better choices in the army that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or they're just really bad choices in the army. Um, and so the formation usually doesn't outweigh downside you have of, of uh, sub-optimizing your list that way. I mean, there are a few exceptions, but most of them, I think, aren't huge meta shifts. It's more, I want my army to be more flavorful, mm -hmm. so I can do this and focus on this aspect of what this army does. Yeah, I think that was kind of the intent, though. Well, you know what I mean? that people like certain mm -hmm. units and they wanted to more have a heavy hand in basing their army around using more of those units. Um, I mean, that's the way that I kind of looked at it. Um, you know, if you like a force nature army and you like the stone elementals, you know, you're going to take the, you're going to take the uh, two stone elemental horde and a greater elemental and get iron resolve, you know? So, um, Mm -hmm. Vice versa, you've got you've got the Brotherhood Army where everybody's taken the obvious choice of you know, yeah. Hey, I've I've I want all my knights to have Pathfinder for obvious. Everything reasons. gets Pathfinder, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, when, when I first saw them, before we ever got to play with them, I thought, okay, well, in most of the cases, these are all right. There, there's nothing crazy because a lot of the cases was 
it seemed like Mantic was trying to push the usage of lesser used models. Like, oh, nobody uses these. Let's give mm. them a formation and try and entice people to use them. Not across the board, but you can. I can guarantee you, if you go through and look at the formations and you look at the meta from 2017, you can pick out units that go, nobody ever used these, and here's a formation for them. And it's not across the board, but it's there. Um, yeah, those, okay. those I don't have a problem with. Um, the ones where there were armies that weren't quite to that top tier of competitive level, um, the formations did do a decent job of getting them closer. I don't think anything was so heavy-handed that it actually got them into, well, this is the top three army. Well, now all of a sudden, because of this formation, this is the top three army. Um, you know, your results may vary depending on what area you're in, but that was the experience I had was there was nothing ultimately game breaking about the formations. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that we've got them. I'd, I'd like to see a wider variety of them in the future. If that's on the table, maybe not, who knows. Um, but I think it does play into the aspect that you guys were talking about where you're talking about theming your army around stuff. Mm -hmm. If you were trying to give your army character, the, the only thing you could really do is either name all your units which very few people do, and have story for it, which, again, very few people do. Um, some people just don't have that imagination, impact, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the only way to do that was to be like, oh, my army's themed. Here's a special character, Living Legend. Like, that was basically the only way you could really get flavor in your army without having to write a goddamn book about it yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now that you've got a formation, you can be like, oh, cool. Uh, here's you know the stone elemental formation oh I've got a rock heavy army cool awesome you know there's a little more theme to it when it's unit based as opposed to just here's my super character because mm -hmm. you know a lot of people are doing that so I, I think I think it was a good thing overall um, I don't think anything broke as far as just there, there are a few formations that I think are outright dirty but luckily I, at least to this point, nobody's super abused them yet. Mm -hmm. I like, too, that they have tie-ins of, you know, you can do Gakamak Stubborn Savages, and then take Gakamak, and you've actually got a narrative driving itself that's got rules for it. Exactly. Yeah. But you don't have to take Gakamak if you don't want him. Yeah. True, he's, he's not part of the bundle, but again, like, if you're trying to theme, you can do that. Um... Mm -hmm. Originally, just the theme was, well, I, I want to have, you know, the super leader of my army, and that was just character. You didn't have anything else that was like, oh, yep. these guys or that guy or these mutations. Um, it was just literally, I've got the green lady. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. cool. She's the only one that's got a story in the entry. No, nobody else really has a story other than two or three sentences about this is what this unit does. Mm -hmm. Well, and I also like, for the most part, they don't have to stay near each other either. Yeah, that would that'd be too much of a handcuff in gameplay if you had mm -hmm. to keep them all within like say eight inches or ten inches of each other. Like you're working a player into a bubble. Yep. Yeah, I more think it's you know, based around okay, well, I'd like to you know, have have this specialized group of guys that are known throughout my army, you know, they're like guys that like you know, your champion units that you call upon to come to battle, right? So it's like having something that has to stay within range of each other. It's like, eh, they're kind of like, 
they're kind of like the epic warriors of your army, you know, for me. And because they, they come with a little extra special sauce, you know. But um, all in all, I, I think they've been I think they've been pretty good. I think you've changed up like uh, you've seen a lot of change in people's list in order to to go that way with them. Uh, I think we're gonna be you know. I just... wouldn't call it a drastic shift though. Like, no, no, it was small. I th- but I think it, but out of the definitely... formations that we had, it was like a quarter maybe of the field where they actually took formations. Right, but it's definitely more themey. Is my point? And oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, everybody's. Yeah. I, I don't feel like everybody's been like, oh, what's the most broken shit I could take? You know. So. <laughs> well, there are some people that are. There like are, that. but, but in general, nobody right. has been trying to outright break every formation they could find. Right. Yeah. So all in all, uh, I've been I've been pretty happy with it. Um, some of the new stuff that's coming up is going to be pretty cool. They'll expand on that kind of stuff and. Um, you know, get people stuff that they haven't had access to previously, and you know, so should be should be fun. Everybody seems to have received them well. I think expanding on them to make you know make other more thematic armies is a good is a good thing, and it's a good place to start. You know, trying stuff out before we get to third, so it's not like you know oh we've we've written ourselves into a into a corner where we have to continue to do you know this thing because it's going to be in the main rule book and it turns out that it's like a broke ass thing you know so mm-hmm. so um other things um we had some new magic spells that came out with that which was um each faction so good evil and neutral got their own specific spells that were only available to them so if you were a good army you were getting um martyr's prayer which is a heal type spell uh which you know is you do damage to your caster and in return you heal a unit um so it gave stuff like dwarves access to heal which can be kind of controversial with some of their all defense six stuff um mm-hmm. and line but, of sight blocking yeah, stuff. yeah line of sight issues and everything like that i think were probably some of the larger problems that came up with that um, but you know other stuff all, all the other good armies and stuff martyr's prayer was kind of like eh, yeah why do i bother i've already eh, got heal i already yeah. have heal like i would have loved to have that in trident realms because i don't have any heal <laughs> um so you know a little bit a little bit of weird versatility there it's like why do why is the good people martyring themselves but whatever um so i i like the concept of faction specific uh, spells or access. Right. Uh, I, I think that's a good route, and I hope that that gets expanded upon in the future. Uh, I, I agree with you. In general, most of the faction spells don't get used. Um, I would say that the neutral spell probably gets used more than either of the others. Veil of Shadows is really good uh, for, for getting that stealthy out there, especially yeah. with some of the shooting heavy I think metas it's that we've seen. Really solid. But at the end of the day, a lot of those armies struggle to keep units on the board anyway, so giving that extra minus one helps a little bit, but not all the way. Uh, to your point, Martyr's Prayer is pretty much a non-factor for most of the good armies. Um, 
I think being able to buff your army up with with leadership is the way to go. But I like the the route that they went, and yeah, there's one or two little caveats in there that make Martyr's Prayer a total pain in the ass. But at the end of the day, I think it was a good move. Yeah, I think the Aura of Heroism, um, yeah. after you learn how to use it, is pretty good. It's well, who doesn't not... want rallying? It's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, you know, like the issue with it right now is like you have to keep everything so tight, and you're using a caster to get something that is is okay. Like it's it's important, but it's probably only important for like maybe one or two turns in the game. So it gets used, but it gets used probably one or two times and then he's got something better to do yeah but those so... but i mean he's got different spells too right that's so, i mean point, yeah. that's where that's where clutch play can come in and that one or two points can be the difference oh, yeah. between something routing and something not and something wavering and something not so yeah, that it absolutely. can be huge if you throw it at the right time and the you know the opposing player doesn't roll the Boxcars. Yeah. I think the reason why that went more towards you know the neutral stuff is most of the neutral stuff doesn't have any rallying in the army at all. So like where you've got armies like Brotherhood and Ratkin. Those and, are really the only two. Well, and orcs. And but, orcs. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's there's ways to get the built-in rallying in other places like that. So um, the neutral stuff uh, doesn't really have any except for I would guess maybe the herd stone, which pretty much no one takes well and, and i'm not saying that they shouldn't have it i'm just saying that out of the three that's the most versatile right, right. spell yeah given yeah. the scenario of when you would be using it and with that bundle of armies yeah i was i was kind of shocked because the um in my opinion i think the best bang for the buck out of those spells that came into effect was the um was the stealth uh, for the evil armies because we saw a little bit of a meta shift towards more shooting this year than ever before. Uh, so I would have thought it would have been much more useful for those armies that re the thing is like evil armies don't really have a whole lot of access to heal for at least a majority pretty, of them. Pretty much don't. none. Yeah. yeah. I mean, night stalkers and rats, rats, well of souls. Yeah. Well, it's not an actual yeah, it's heal. not a heal, but yeah. I mean, you could call it that. Yeah. You move it around. Mm. And Life I mean, Leech is, is yeah. a minor heal, but over yeah. the course of a game when you're taking eight points and you're healing two, that's not going to do right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, the capability to shrug off some of that damage and maybe not lose a unit uh, early because of you've got, you know... You've got cover and stealthy. Was I, I would have thought we would have saw it a whole lot more often than we did. Um, well, you've also got to look at the areas playing and how much terrain that they're using. Right. Um, if you've got a lot of forests out there, then yeah, all of a sudden that spell comes really good when you're starting to run it a. Well, but um, I mean, like, look at the south lines, right? Like those they play dudes, with six pieces of terrain. I man. know, and they've got they've <laughs> got so gallery. much shooting, and no one's taking that spell. I just don't, I don't get it. Like, I keep on hearing people's list and what they're taking. I'm like, take the fifteen point cast, like <laughs> fifteen point stealth you can put anywhere where you would pay for forty points. You know, a a item on a unit. It's it's like a no-brainer, I thought, but whatever. I just, I, I get that people don't like like the goblin shoot shooting lines and stuff like that, but 
do something about it. Take an army specifically to shut it down. Yeah, but I mean, you would think that Night Stalkers would rock shit in that meta too, and that doesn't happen either. Because no one plays them. <laughs> there are people playing them. But... Well, I mean, no one plays them. <laughs> like, I mean, they they don't they don't have that many Night Stalker players at all that are playing it to play the game to win the game. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, that it's a, it's a solid army, but you if you take some of just whatever here and whatever there and just smash a list together out of it. It I mean I, I think if you take I think you take a bunch of like like what Brad was taking for that uh uh three um arch the three not, three three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the three healers, the three are three hordes of fiends and three um, void lurkers. Void lurkers. It's real hard to stop three void lurkers from getting into you on turn two and Whatever you they got get 200 into, shots, though. I mean, he's only defense four. Yeah. He also has regen, and you have healers behind him. If you don't yeah, kill if you, him, if you, if you, you don't, don't kill, kill him, him, he's going to yeah, live. He's probably going to be alive. And, be and, okay. he's, and my point is, you can take the stealthy spell on those um, on those heal models. Uh, forget what they're called. Uh, apparations. You can take the stealthy spell, and now you're shooting those Void Lurkers at a minus two. Because they're going to be in terrain and they're going to be stealthy. That's not exactly the easiest thing to kill. So, especially if you do like a it, turn one. It's not, but I mean, at the end of the day, if you're a Night Stalker, are you really going to bother with that Veil of Shadows spell in general? I mean, not with the three. If I'm three, taking three that list, list yeah. But like, <laughs> you talk about getting screwed. Like, hey, everybody, here's a spell. We already do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This spell. Yeah, if I, I mean, if I'm taking that or I'm taking like a mind screech list, absolutely, I'm definitely taking the stealth because you can pop them off and not be getting popped off yourself, and then heals and stuff like that. Anyway, my point is like, there's plenty of armies that are kryptonite for that army, and no one's running it, and they really have a different terrain setup, which. It's crazy. Like, I mean, I, I I almost think in a cock pack they maybe need to say this is how many terrain pieces you should have on the board for every game, and it should have this many of this one, and this many of this one, and this many of this one, just so people stop saying, "Oh my God, shooting so broken." This list, da 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 da. There's a reason why those lists don't win in the South, like, and that people don't take them to Masters. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a reason for it, and it's, it's... I mean, you run into that kryptonite stuff, and you can't play to the scenario. It's pretty rough. Uh, evidently, that list is, like, winning all of their tournaments over there right now, so it should be interesting to see. But... I mean, with the... With the Ratkin... Another thing is like, how do you kill that many bodies with that many shots? You know, and 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 before it gets to you, right? It's happened. Yeah, <laughs> I've been. I know you played predominantly in shot off the board. Yeah, I was in that fight though, so it's not like I was completely powerless. But yeah. I was definitely having to play in the game, and I didn't execute it. So. Yeah, well, that and Rackin don't have access to like a height four lightning bolt or something like that too, which is really clutch versus that army. Well, they've got one. 
Right. Yeah, one, right? Yeah. And that's the main target that everybody goes after. So Right. But you say, you know, you've got say you got you know, sixteen of them available to you or whatever, if like a forces of nature style list, sixteen lightning bolts yeah. popping off. That gets you know, a little better all of a sudden. Oh yeah. You start popping off whizzes that can't do anything about it, you pop off um the uh trombones, all of a sudden stuff ain't looking so hot, you know, and then they don't really have a lot of inspiring sources. You pop those inspiring sources and then just go to town, you know. All pretty straightforward stuff. But anyway, um my point was that we saw a lot of uh shift into shooting. Um and I was just wondering why. Like I I haven't like everybody was like, "Oh man, the shooting lists are what it's going to be. Like it's the new." It's well, the, the shooting new... shifted, and yeah, then it just... shifted again. So it shifted from mass horde archers mm-hmm. to breath weapon slash lightning spam, right? And then it shifted into kind of like a, a hybrid specialty shooting, yeah, where you have a mix of all of them. You don't do any one of them perfect, but you do all of them. Um, together yeah. and then volume of fire odds say that you get enough wounds off I don't blame that on the new spells and I don't say that it got massively curtailed by the new spells I just I think it's kind of a learning curve that you know the folks working on the rules are having to go through is like you know at the end of the day are we trying to play 40k or are we trying to play something else? Shit, is my computer shutting? All right. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this screen's going off. Oh, fuck. I'm pulling a Ryan. Yeah, I've already I... done that once. Yeah, I know. Well, there's there's also one more spell we haven't talked about, and it's the one everyone knee-jerked the hardest I when know. it first came out. Yeah, for... Um, how, how much did Alchemist Curse change the meta? Who's running three Alchemist Curse casters and doing well? Just goblins. That's yeah. <laughs> pretty much it. But out here, like Nobody. where we play, nobody, nobody even fucking it. takes it. I mean, it, it really isn't. Like personally, I wouldn't even consider it. Well, in turn my army. turn one to six. You're better off throwing lightning six turns than you are throwing alchemist curse the yeah. three turns that you get to throw it. Much more flexible. Um, you know, it, ha- it has to be defense five or higher for yeah. the alchemist for it to be curse to even better. matter. Yeah. Um, better off with so many other options that are available, in my opinion. Anything um, with piercing, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, for I think it's I think the reason it works for goblins is it's like, okay, well we have all this shooting. Some of it has a, like piercing one, and the rest of it doesn't have any piercing. Yeah. So it kind of fills mm-hmm. a gap in the list, right? But. Well, there's that cross specialty that we were talking about earlier, right, where it's yeah. like I don't do everything well, but I do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, their their bows don't get through toughness six. Like those defense right. six guys that are walking up with Mars Prayer behind them, they're yeah. fine until they get in Alchemist Curse range, and then all of a sudden they're fucked. Yeah, I mean, could be. I mean, like I would feel pretty good about it, like a Force of Nature list with that rally spell behind some stone walls and stuff, and you just throw rally on the stones, walk your way forward against goblins, and then have that uh, plus two breakpoint on fearless stuff. You know, it's pretty rough to get through that, even with 
alchemist curse spam like and, you and backing it up three. with heal but that's yeah. the thing is like you get into the line and you think you've broken it and they're not going to counter charge stone they're just going to turn and shoot you right and yeah. then they're going to alchemist curse you yeah and then that's where like oh zap now i've lost that unit even though that unit yeah. got in there hit the line killed the unit and then the unit to unit trade never works out when you're playing against goblins yeah, I was just talking like if you had like a like a wall of stone. Um, oh, I know, I know. I, I, and then I you know. have a bunch of really fighty shit behind it, you know. That even if it dies, you're like, okay, cool, all my fighters are here now. Um, but then again, I mean, you also gotta you also gotta be like, well, are we playing the scenarios? And if you can shield off a majority of where those shots are going to, again, you know, make make them minimize the amount of damage they can do, but. I could never play that kind of list because it's so fucking boring. <laughs> it's just it's so goddamn boring. I just could never play it. I mean, but I mean, they... end of the day, like as far as any of us can tell, based on reports and everything else, Alchemist Curse wasn't as horrible as everybody's making it out to be. Oh, dude, it was the end game, man. People were people were saying, <laughs> I mean, it's done. Did all this the stuff to over. fix the game, and all of a sudden we rebroke it. Like, yep. That's I remember that being said. It was it was very loudly. I do remember. Yeah. And it, yeah, I I I can't I I can count on one I mean I I I think I I think I've played against two people that have taken Alchemist Curse at all this year. And no one was spamming it cuz it was just not that good. And it definitely wasn't a South player. Like no one, no one around here has used it. I mean, I can't even remember the last time I saw it in a list. So for it being like going to break the game type of talk, and then it doesn't. You know, it's just everybody has these knee jerk reactions where they're just like, "Oh, it's the end of the world," instead of actually play testing it and giving it enough time to have a reaction to it. But again, I think I think the only way that you get a broken portion of that spell where it becomes broken is when it gets spammed, right? So, like, when you have lots of casters with it, so. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, a lot of us are used to coming from a rules change being a game-breaking scenario where, mm-hmm. oh, shit, all of a sudden, like, the games literally change because they've brought out a new army book or something. So I, I, the power a, creep. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of that paranoia that's kind of mm-hmm. sitting in the back of all of our minds anytime something new comes out. And we're like, oh shit, what's going to happen now? It's going to be fine, I promise. Yeah, but I mean, we were, were told that too. And, right. You know, like you get just, you get skeptical and you're like, all right, fine. What's really fucking happening? I guess we'll wait and see. So. Because they're doing it, I mean, they did that in AOS uh, a couple of weeks ago or something. Some new army broke and, like, fucking shit hit the fan. People were going nuts about it. And they were like, don't worry, an FAQ's coming out. It's like, you just released these rules and now you're having to make an yep. FAQ for it for, like, seconds later. Sounds um, like a GW thing. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people came from. So I understand that mentality uh-huh. of seeing the change and then being afraid of it instantaneously like oh shit it's different oh it's got to be wrong and you know, they fucked it up um you know yeah, there, there's a lot more army. Work. this is gonna punish me and and 
with the streamlined system, like it's easier to spot errors like that than it is for, you know, everybody's got a, you know, you got 8 million special rules and they all contradict and interact and um, you never know what's going to hit what. Rule a d6 this turn to see which one of these always or never takes precedence. Yeah. Right, yeah. Ugh. Don't miss that. So what was the next thing in the book? Was it units or items? Uh, there was some uh, item We skipped changes, items. Items were actually yeah. the start. Yeah, there, there weren't a lot of those, though. Uh, there were some changes. Were like um, six or ten items, something like that. And a couple of removals. Yeah, it's more like uh, removing stuff and then... Um, yep. Clarifying a few things. Adding a couple small things. Yeah. Making it an item and stuff instead. Um, I remember Black Iron Crown being shouted was going to be overpowered for increasing the the numeric value of spells by one. Yeah, I mean, Um, there's still a lot of... It's really good with elves. Anything to delete, it's really good. Yeah, it's pretty much just... The only way it's like really rough is elves with bane chant because they have elite and then they get bane chant three and then they'll get two off with their archers and that's really the only time it comes in to get like piercing two archers that shoot on fours and have elite and like i get the grumble about it but take something to disorder them (laughs) like i mean it'd be nice to see some sort of change that made elite and vicious a combat only situation that's all and like then, a third edition thing yeah yeah, yeah no I, I, I get it but i'm saying like we keep having issues where oh well spells are good because of this or spells are good because right, of that right, right yeah. um yeah more more combat oriented and more less intrusive mm-hmm. oriented shooting rules something like that yeah it's a delicate balance though right because you don't want to make shooting so shitty that no one ever wants to take any of it i i do right (laughs) i mean i might be the minority in that that sector (laughs) i mean you don't want you don't want it to be so bad that it's not it's not a thing right you don't want it to like not exist but at the same time um you don't want to be seeing people get shot off the board you want you want to see actual people engage in the game and not, hey, these first four turns of the game, I'm just going to run away and shoot you and not actually play the game or any of its facets, you know. Um, it just it just feels wrong. And as much as people sit there and poo-poo about, oh, man, this corkscrew charge and the corkscrew shouldn't be in the game and nimble is broken because you can get these, cor- you know, it, you know, you can get these flanks out of it and blah, blah, Motherfucker, at least that but person sat you, there you and could set fix all that shit up. You <laughs> like, could fix corkscrew if you got rid of that drawing the line from the center point and then having just a piece of the unit in the side arc. If you just drew the line across the center point as long as it stayed in the side arc, um, you could fix corkscrew. I don't know if, and I'm sure there are other things that would impact after that as a result of that change. But like at the end of the day, corkscrew is not the worst thing in the world, and you right. learn how to play against it. And at least um, you're fighting. <laughs> like, it's yeah, not like they I, just would, I would rather fight. And, yeah, it's not like they just sat back and pew pewed your ass off the table. You know, you gotta. I mean, you know what would be fun if you had the option to always take the lesser 
uh, piece. So like if somebody puts you in the flank, but it's very obvious that you could quote charge the front, mm-hmm. even though you can't get to the flank. If you could go, well, I'm going to downgrade and take the frontal charge. It should be obvious, even though you've put me in the flank. Mm-hmm. That, that might be funny too. Um, again, I'm just fucking throwing shit out and yeah, I talking think we might, out my ass at this point. We might but. be working on a new rule or whatever that works on it, but but uh, yeah. Um, what about um, one of the other things we changed was thunderous charge, um, so that. I like that. You get to like keep one. Like you only lose one of your TC. I think it's good because it's one of those things. It's like, personally, I I do think there's too much crushing strength in the game. Like everything in its mom has crushing strength, a billion and stuff. But if you can, if you can make the penalty for thunder's charge just a minus one for going through the terrain, but then they lose all of their you know tc when you're hitting them in combat i think it makes really good sense to be like oh okay these guys don't have time to swing these big ass weapons or you know something of that nature i think crushing well, they, strength they should be drop this they drop this uh the the lances and they go to swords you know right yeah and it makes total sense you don't get your crushing anymore it doesn't make a lot sorry. of sense for like um i guess like stuff with great weapons and stuff i would be fine with crushing one on or if like it's a large size model, so like orcs, ogres, yep. you know that kind of stuff. But those are going like to inherently have their crush one on top of it. So yeah, if, right. if you're just a knight on a horse and you've got TC two, mm-hmm. and you're in your second round of combat, I'm pretty sure I've knocked that stupid lance out of your hand at this mm-hmm. point, and you're fighting me with your sword. So. Yeah, I think that. I mean, there's like there's some infantry stuff that's like crushing two inherently. It's like really, do we really need? Like that much crushing in the game, that much, that much crushing stuff. The, the big bulky guys, I can see. If you've got small infantry running around with a lot of crushing, something's mm-hmm. wrong. Um, I mean, like you... stuff like trolls, right? Like trolls, to me, yeah. like cru- like crushing. Yeah, but that's one, monstrous infantry. Should... They... Yeah, but yeah. ogres, ogres have crushing strength one. Why do trolls have crushing strength two? Right. <laughs> like, well, well, trolls should be irregulars. So. Because what, Brian? Troll. <laughs> Because they have great weapons. weapons. (laughs) On their hands. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of the way I was thinking about it. It's like, if you wanted to represent that there's like slightly more crushy or whatever, then they could have crushing one and TC one, you know, then they could, you could at least make trolls less, little, little less crushy, you know, I mean, crushing two on those, on trolls, and then like crushing three on a giant, like giant makes total sense to be crushing three. Like a troll's just slightly less powerful, eh, eh, you know. But uh, yeah, having having that uh, having the thunder's charge only go minus one, I think should have had a bigger shift than it did. Um, and I think that it would have been a bigger shift to like people actually going and taking some phalanx finally. User but... disconnected from your channel. Oh, I guess Ryan's disconnecting again. How about that? But yeah, the uh, I can't remember if there was anything else in there that we needed to cover. Can't remember off the top of my head. Is Ryan back? No, I think uh, I think he's still. Messing around to get back in. He's back. Yay. I, I think one of the new updates to TeamSpeak is that you 
can't stay connected for longer than 26 minutes. Oh, that must be it. I just, I'm just going to throw that out there. I have not had that issue yet. First time in four years. Just saying. Was your computer going to sleep? No, it's not. <laughs> that was mine. Playing with army lists. Oh, well, you've got all this shit running in the background. You're you're multitasking. Stop it. That's true. I am taking the the resource hog that is Chrome. Uh, did you guys get into the headstrong change yet? Did I miss that? Nope. Uh, we did not get to headstrong hey. yet. We still on TC. Yep, we're good on that one though. We just yeah, finished just finish that off. Okay, we just finished. All right, it's good. I was gonna make a Darklands comparison because Darklands does a lot of that. Where if you're a big thing, you get bonuses if you charge. Yeah, I mean to impact to, to reflect your bulk. And I yeah, think it's a and great mechanic. Yeah, I think that's an easy way to you know. Well, instead of giving the big guys TC, then you give them something else, like you call it bulk, so that when you do charge, your weight is not something that's going to get stopped by terrain. You just... Right, yeah. You know? Ooh, that's yeah. an even cooler idea. Right? So yeah. it's like TC, and it goes away the next round, because odds are you're going to get countercharged. You're not, yeah. Yeah, and then they then, then you're not charging them full distance the next time, so bulk goes away, and you've just got crush left. Yeah, I so think we'll like probably TC, have a lot more keywords on the next... Mammoth. Right, yeah. charge through a forest. Those only have Strider. Right? They don't have Strider. They do not I'm, have Strider. I'm talking shit. I know they don't have Strider. <laughs> Yet. It's okay. My elephant is slowed <laughs> down by forests. I have accepted it. Uh-oh, we best not charge. We're going to be going through the puddle. <laughs> muddy puddles. Muddy puddles, Daddy. Jumping up and down in muddy puddles. No. Yeah. Change so, headstrong. I like it. Headstrong. Back on topic for me for once. Um, no, I want a fucking bulk rule now. Uh, now look what you've gone and done. <laughs> Fuck Strider on Mammoths. I want bulk. I want. I'll give you bulk. I'll give you some bulk. No, seriously. Uh, headstrong, but bulk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of the headstrong? Uh, going to a three plus. I fucking hate it. Yeah, it's pretty rough, man. Uh, yeah, my opponents roll like three it. pluses like it's going out of style. They never fucking rolled four pluses like that. Dude, Kevin never missed one before. This just ensured that he's never going to miss one again. So. Well, he misses it more now. Does he? Because it's more guaranteed, so he's bound to miss it more than he would if it was half and half. Yeah, he'll just be like, oh, don't worry, you've already got it. You've already got it, you know. You got, got me on the, the ropes. I'm oh, already, I don't even know why I'm playing, playing this game. I'm so bad. Oh, you got this. You got the. Oh, you don't have this after all. Oh, I destroyed you. I thought you had it. Oh, yeah, 17. 17-3. Oh, like sorry, bro. So well. <laughs> he's saying fuck you right now, I bet you. So. No, he's probably saying thank God they're recording something. I'll have something to listen to. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I I get why it went to three plus, make it a little more enticing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I feel I like wavering is a thing that happens so I, I can't say infrequently, but it's not a common thing. I'm the goddamn waver master over here. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, you need more stampedes. I need uh, no. Even with those, I would waver something. I guarantee you. Like, oh, you need a four to kill. Okay, cool, here's a three. Well, I guess you're wavered. 
Oh shit! You've got a three plus edge draw. Narrow range of values you've got to hit. It's usually about two. Having something. Yeah, it, you've got two points. You've got to hit on two d six. You've got a one and three. I'm really good at being chance. short of what I need. That's true. <laughs> well, that's need a seven. Here's an eight. The ladies. So, need a seven. Here's a six. Mean, yep. Still talking about kings of war. I can't help it if you're an inch or two short. It's it's not my problem. Sometimes waiver is good. Sometimes it is. Not as often as killing, though. <laughs> Killing's a little better. I, I just feel like if the points are built in for them to have this thing that ignores this infrequent thing that happens, getting the benefit of that more often makes sense to me, points-wise. Yeah, I mean, they, I'm, I'm cool with strong, it. If you have that strong, you're paying for it. Yeah, but uh... you were paying for it when it was a 4+. plus. Yeah. Well, you're no, still you're paying for it. It's a three plus. <laughs> well, it's a three it's, plus now, it's but it's not priced. Random rules. Yeah, I yeah. don't know that it was that random. Honestly, it really uh, the biggest the biggest thing for me is I guess it's when it's doing like ba- it basically becomes like a chance for fury. But um, really, the biggest thing for me is I think the when you waver something from shooting and then they're able to shrug that off is super good. I think that's the most effective way to use that um well not even that like if you slap something in the flank right don't kill it you waver it it goes headstrong talk to me um you know they they ignore that and then they make that charge out to go tag somebody else's flank and murder it yeah right yeah because right yeah yeah, fair enough because then they don't have to counter charge whereas fury you have to counter charge if you got wavered yeah exactly fair enough yeah yeah well, that, and then they can ignore the, the waiver thing so they can march and do other stuff, go grab objectives. Right, right. Um, I'm not saying it's... And again, like I don't think it's game-breaking. I don't think that, oh, God, they've screwed screwed up. Um, it just it frustrates the shit out of me because I can User never get it to work. From your <laughs> Fuck off, Ryan. Ryan I'm not even going to edit this strong. out. I'm going to leave nope. it in because it's leave funny. It. Oh, well, I was going to edit if you wanted me to. But... Yeah, okay. I can send it over. I'll send it over to you. Okay. User cool. entered your channel. You uh, pass your headstrong test there, Ryan? Dear TeamSpeak, your update sucks. <laughs> this is why I didn't update your crappy thing. Forever. Turn your you fucking up- Chrome off, man. Dude, Turn you all your ancillaries off. You didn't update off. it for, what, like over a year? Uh, two and a half years. It forced me to update, and I've been pretty good about getting mine, so... I just had to pay for the server again for the year. That's probably what it is. It's because I was late on the payment, and then I paid it, and they're like, oh, yeah, you want to fucking be late on the payment? What do you think about this guy? (laughs) Fuck that other guy. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about this guy? No, I've killed all my Chrome tabs except for... Except for, that means there's still one running, you dumb shit. Why are, you, why, are you killing, why are you killing your chrome? It was only ever there for you. I drink out of a Netscape Navigator cup at work, guys. That's how <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Any time the, the young kids I work with start talking, I break out the Netscape mug. And used to find all the best JPEG porns on Netscape. You make, sure you, you make sure you tell them to hit you up at your Hotmail? I still use Hotmail. They fucking ruined it, though. GeoCities page, motherfucker. Oh, GeoCities. That was fucking cool shit, too. 
You know, the the oldest I have ever felt is when I got a thank you from Yahoo Mail for being a 20-year member. Wow. That was three years ago. I'm coming up on 25 years with Yahoo Mail. That's older than some of my coworkers have been alive. Just for a glutton for punishment. Wow. I think my mom uses Yahoo Mail. Sure, I thought she was still on CompuServe. (laughs) Nice. That's a pretty old one. So, I don't know. Do we have anything else on uh, Cock 17 to... Or, sorry, Cock 18 to cover? Um... Heavy flyer didn't really affect much. Dread didn't, didn't apply really to anything. Much. It didn't apply to anything. It's kind of, yeah. it's hard to affect yeah. anything when it didn't apply. It's like that aquatic rule from Eighth Edition that they put out there and then never gave to any unit ever. Hey, Skeets. by the way, Skeets I want I want aquatic for Trident Realms. So anybody that has water train features on the table, that they would don't be nice. affect me. I would just saying. I, I would one hundred percent get behind that. Gonna, I'm gonna rule it that way as for the tournament since no one's bringing Trident Realms. I'm gonna do it just just to spite people. Hey Ryan, yo, Aqua Corgis. <laughs> oh, Aqu- Aqua Core Hunger Force. <laughs> <laughs> Corgi Force. Aqua Corg Hunger Force. Right, that's good. I like that. You could do an Adult Swim theme. Decord 2020. You can see the, wow. those beers that uh, Lennon was posting the other day. Some of those look good. I did. I've been talking to him a lot about that. I, I'm excited. I don't think they're going to get here till closer to September, though. I know Problem. he's got some stuff going on. Some stuff. I can, I can hold off that long. <laughs> I may not be having solid food at that point still. So you know what you shouldn't do when you're drunk is text message people that probably change their phone numbers. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure I drunk texted Lennon while on hydrocodone a week yeah, ago or two. Yeah, but weeks you ago. had the right phone number. I had <laughs> you, the old phone number. Wrong, that's awesome. It's okay. He gave it to his 13 year old. So oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Is that the one you sent the dick pic to? No, oh, I didn't great. send a dick pic, but I did call him a fuck face, and I thought he was <laughs> fucking with me because, like, he was For texting sure his wife. Super appreciated that. Yeah, I know. Aww. He was texting Ryan, and I'm like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And like, no response. And then he kept texting Ryan, and Ryan's like, "Lynn says this, Lynn says that." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, hey, fuckface, answer me. <laughs> and then I get this message back like two hours later that says, this is my son's phone. And I'm like, you're fucking with me. That's bullshit. And he's like, no, I texted you with my new number earlier in the year. I was like, shit, you did. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, that was foot and mouth there. That's bear trap of the week. Now his wife definitely is going to dump out all those beers. Yo, yeah. No, she's just like, going to send them to San Antonio instead. She's like, who are you mailing those to? Nope, nope, not that motherfucker. You are not mailing shit to him. No. Right. <laughs> it's a good thing you're in his son's phone as Jeff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that doucher. <laughs> 
So we had one more topic to talk about, which was I can't remember. So International Campaign Day, man. Oh right, no, yeah. it can wait. Okay, oh, plug you, dude. It. By the fine, time we do another, fine. Do you let quick. me talk about the beer mall. Well, we do that quick, then we do. Uh, All right, let's League, do it. League of Legends, and then we do uh, League of Alamo Legends. Right there. Fuck you! I can call it whatever I want. <laughs> Why are we it hadn't happened yet, Jeff. You don't think we're gonna record again till September because it's possible, right? What? Call Lennon, me, call me skeptical. Fist, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, I could record next week if you guys want to, but I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there's um, too much shit going on. I'll be on. freaking out about Bayou. I'll be getting, ready, sure. be getting ready. to go to Why Pantana. you gotta get, you gotta get shit painted or something? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take stuff. I'm gonna take like two new units. Three, oh. four new units. Yeah. That's, that is a lot. Fucking twenty five hundred points. Yeah, three of them are characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kinda did the same thing. I'm taking monsters. Because they're expensive. Uh yeah, so International Campaign Day is coming up. Um it is August twenty fifth, which is a Saturday. Uh for us Americans it starts actually on the Friday before and it's about a 26-hour period from start to finish. And we've got it structured out so that there's like an eight-hour uh, of gameplay time per each, uh, not time zone, but kind of each area of the globe that plays Kings of War predominantly. So you've got Australia, New Zealand is the first time block. Europe is the second time block. And then North and South America are the third time block. Um, we've got like seven or eight countries signed up so far, which is pretty impressive because that's about how many we've had for the last couple of times. Um, I think Ryan, you said, what do I need to do if I want to participate? Was that your question? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much how to run one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really simple to kick one of these things off. Basically, the first thing that you got to do is you got to let us know that you want to participate. Um, all Weird. you have to do to, yeah, right? Like, hey, you got to sign up. Um, all you have to do to participate is basically mm-hmm. contact one of us on Facebook, me or Chris Kapsner, Ben Stoddard, um, fuck, or, or Ryan or Jeff, and they'll get you over to us. And uh, basically say something along the lines of, hey, my name's so-and-so. I live in this city, state, country. And I'm going to have this many people playing with us. Here's my email address. And then when we get to about a two-week mark, I'm going to send an email out to everybody to make sure that those areas can access the scoring document. Sounds complicated. It's really Oh, you're going to do that ahead of time this year. We always do that. We always do that ahead of time. It's always two (laughs) weeks ahead, and I send it out to everybody and go, here's the scoring document. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Sorry. Funny joke. Yay. Um... But anyway, there's there's a Google Doc where we track all of the uh, scores. So all you have to do is log into that during the event and say, okay, round one, evil had three wins, good had one win. So for your site, evil would get the bonus, and then we would bulk you into regions. So for your region, let's pretend that like you live in Texas and uh, Arkansas. For the South region we'd add up all the scores for that. So if good had 15 wins and evil had two wins, then evil would get the regional bonus. And then there's like the global bonus where 
we do straight good and win good wins and evil wins and that decides the the global bonus so there's basically three bonuses that are at play um for some of the time and then there's two bonuses for most of the time where it's global and uh and site um so use that document we uh we track your scores and that's how how everything goes just google so if you have a gmail account or if you have a google account we we set you up to log in with that we have you practice on that for the first two weeks and then when the site actually kicks off so when we start on the 25th um you know you play your first game or whatever game you're playing you play your first game with your friends you know have a site have something that has access to internet have armies have an area to play in you finish your games okay good has two wins evil has one win you go to the sheet you check in your scores by a certain cutoff time which is usually like 15 minutes after the game ends and then one of the scores will go through and call out what the bonuses are and then post that out on the facebook so even if you're not really paying attention to the google doc you can go out to the facebook and they put it out there too so then you go into the next round you take the bonuses and you apply them to your game so like hey good has a bonus this round so my good army gets plus one move to one of their units or plus one on the dice roll to go first stuff like that um that's basically how it works round by round by round if you want to skip around cool and come back later totally fine um we try and make it as easy as possible so we've got all the scenarios written out we give you the packet you can share it with your players everybody knows how many points they're playing with for the round and they know what the bonuses are so that when you go to run your event you say okay guys we're playing scenario one and so and so has the bonus this round and that's how the game plays out and you play your game just like a normal kings of war game a lot of the scenarios are based on pre-existing scenarios so not a whole lot of differentiation it is a campaign though so some of the scenarios get pretty stacked near the end because it's not going to be as competitive it's more themed um but you still got a puncher's chance uh the, the whole time um jeff i know you've been to all of ours is there anything that i missed through the process of like explaining things that you think like oh i wouldn't have known to do this or hey you didn't talk about that yeah show up with your named champion dude oh that's right chris and make up is a, cool a champion ass, make a cool ass character that's custom themed name him and take pictures and post it on the campaign day with your stat line for him cuz it's the most fun one of the most fun portions of it yeah thanks thanks for bringing that up i always forget about that um that's something that chris started i think one or two campaign days ago where he's like hey let's make our own living legend and your living legend is a bonus character that you can bring to any of your games and i don't know if he's going to tweak the rules or not but basically it's any character out of the book a hero non-living legend um he can take two items and he gets a stat upgrade and his total grand total cost has to be less than 200 points equal to or less than 200 points so usually it's going to be an infantry or a horse character you're going to take some big bulky guy on a dragon and give him blade of slashing and regen or something like that um it's gonna i would be... like to open it up to something to where it's even like you can take past magic items that are no longer a thing like, i don't see why not that I mean, would be super fun so can i can i break out my version one rule book 
Sure, why <laughs> because not? Because there were you some fun the magic items in there <laughs> I miss. So, so these are all great questions, and I can give you an answer for them right now without consulting it with anybody. Um, do whatever you want. <laughs> your site can do whatever you want. If you want to throw some of the rules completely out of the book and say, no, nah, we're not fucking doing that, we're going to do this instead, you can absolutely do that. If All your site, water, terrain, yeah, trident if your site realms, decides, no problem. Like, we're going to play, you know, your characters can have five upgrades and go up to 300 points. Fine. If you guys want to do something a certain way, do it that way. It does not matter. At the end of the day, the only thing that we need is the number of good wins and the number of evil wins to keep the narrative going. However you guys play your games after that is completely on y'all. And we're not going to tell you yes or no. We'll give you some pointers if you have questions, because somebody always does. Um, but like, we're not going to tell you, no, you can't do that. If you really want to do something or if you really disagree with us, totally fine. <laughs> Don't listen to us. It's fine. Just give us your score. But yeah, the, the Living Legend is a, a cool little thing that uh, makes the game more fun. Uh, people are always trying to find the most optimal or kick-ass one. Um and then there's us that always tries to find the <laughs> shittiest one that doesn't make any fucking sense. Depth or Eternal with, yeah. the, with the exploding gem and a blade of Beast Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> the best, dude. It was so much fun. Uh, the BSB with the blade of Beast Slayer and the plus one to shoot item. Yeah. And, and then, then he's got plus one attacks they... for a stat. Well, <laughs> Two attacks. No, you give, him, you give him like plus one move so he's faster. Not that he needs to be. And, like, he's got one attack and he hits on fours. Like, okay, cool. What the fuck is this guy ever going to do? <laughs> he's going right. to be a waste of points. Cool. But, yeah, fun stuff like that. Uh, Ryan, have you have you actually done this before? I have. I did the first two campaign days in San Antonio. Um, and I think both the gaming stores we used for them ended up shutting down. Oh, shit. Um, so we've got a precedent good. to upkeep. Um. I'm going to talk to some of my guys local and I'm going to talk to my wife and I may just do it at our house. I really would love to have people up here. I can fit four tables here without breaking a sweat. I can fit a fifth if I put people on the island. Um, Dude, I'll tell you right now, just come up and drink. It's so much cooler to have people over at your house because I have to fucking score all the shit over the 26 hour period. So it's easier for me to be at my house, but having people in and out through that, that whole day coming in, drinking and cooking and, and doing all of it. It's so much easier than having to like try and do it at a store. Um, not that you shouldn't like, if you want to go to a store and play totally fine, do that. But like, this is just kind of a goof around. Let's have fun and see where the story takes us type thing. So it's not competitive. Um, you know, well, if you want to award trophies, the flip go side for to it, that is What's growing up? the, the flip side of that's growing the local scene here and one of the best ways to do that is have a bunch of people together in a store drinking and hollering and drinking out of large taco cabana cups and just having a blast <laughs> and people come over and go hey what are you playing what are you drinking what are you drinking out of was they're gonna ask you um i am definitely drinking <laughs> a coke with rum in it that's got weird foam and <laughs> smells like a stout but it's got coke in it cocaine Coke. Actually, Kay. I may just take my flask this year. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much always stuck doing it at the house, which I don't mind. It's it's fun to have people out and goofing around and stuff. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. 
<laughs> it's also the question of can I kick my family out of the house for a day? Well, yeah, it's or even better right the, the whole road, weekend man. and do the 24-hour Well, thing. the weekend starts on Friday and it goes until like 9 p.m. our time. Maybe 8 p.m. So Friday, time. 9 p.m.? Friday at like 8 and then it ends at like 9 p.m. Or maybe it starts at six. Hold on, I've got the. Let me let me look at the chart. I've got it over here. Just a second. I'll have to see if I can find people that want to spend twenty four hours with me too. Well, that's the bigger still. problem. The uh, here here's a tip. <laughs> um, if you can find four people through a rotation, that way some people can nap. Um, yeah, we start at seven p.m. on Friday and go till eight p.m. Uh. On Sunday, actually, it's like seven thirty p.m., but we give ourselves a little more time to tabulate the final result. Cool. That was a yep. Nice gulp. Well done, whoever did that gulp. Twas me. Twas me. <laughs> Had to finish the beer. So. But yeah, man, oh, I've uh, already gone up and gotten another one. Yeah. For us, it's Friday into Saturday. Um, for the Australian New Zealand crowd, it's Saturday into Sunday. It's a little rough. Um, but we we actually do um, have people that do the full 24 hours every single game. It's 12 games because it's four game blocks. Um, and usually those guys get some sort of award of some sort. Uh, we've got to work out still what that's going to be, but we've given stuff like armies away to the people that pull the full 24 hours. So it's... It's a marathon, not a sprint. Don't get drunk on the first game. Or um, do. What if What if I get drunk and just stay drunk? <laughs> Definitely don't sober up because then you're going to hit the wall. And the wall for me comes at about like 6.45 a.m. when I start to prep to cook. And yeah, that's that's always the roughest part. I thought the roughest part was the corgis. <laughs> oh, you missed some great corgi chaos, Jeff. But um, chum. <laughs> yeah, they were so pissed off at each other. Yeah, I thought Kaylee was gonna just take Nia to the woodshed at one point. In that <laughs> I did old too. Lady way she does. <laughs> she started. Did too. she at all? She just growled. She's just like me. She's just grumpy and noisy about it. She snapped a little bit, <sighs> but they never really like got into it. Yeah, there was never a fight. We never had to separate them, just that word of command. Yeah. Which is their names, ironically. <laughs> Kaylee! Yeah. Oh, she just gave me the look. Did you just say Nia? <laughs> I am not ready for that yet. Right. I'm just now recovering. Too much energy. Alright, guys. Well, I think we covered what we're planning on covering, uh... For the evening. Well, I, I I got a question for you, Jeff. How many uh how many spots you got left for Legends? I think we have room for one team still, and that really is dependent on if Jose and uh, Matt are gonna show up. And the other portion is uh, Jeremy Duval hit me up today because he's been wishy washy back and forth, and he told me he wasn't gonna make it, and now he might make it. And, I mean, either way, if he makes it, we'll have someone for him to team with. But I don't know what, uh, what, I don't know what his plans are. I just told him if he can, if he can make it, stay at my place, you know, that kind of stuff. So 
We may be sold out. We may not be sold out. I won't know for like two or three more days, I guess. So the only I... way to absolutely ensure that somebody gets in is if they pay you like yep. right now. now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you'd have Sign to up hit me pay. up. Yeah, you go on Facebook and find me for and Jeff you, Swan or Do you or open Twitter it up to two more teams after that or? Nope. I'm capping it out. There's a maximum amount of people. 32 is the absolute max. We will not have any more because um, that's how you had that oh, 32. Oh, so it's a hot commodity then. All right. Yeah. Won't won't have any more spots um, you, no matter how much I like you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I've had plenty of t- time and <laughs> if you want in, you can make it. So, um in, unless we have drops and stuff like that, then of course you know we can figure that out. But I've got a ringer, so if we have a single person drop, won't be a problem. If uh, we have a pair of people drop, won't be a problem. Um, you know, either either way, we can we can make that work. So kind of kind of got that out in advance. Um, but if you don't know what it is that we're talking about, there's a teams tournament um, that I'm running here at a local vodka distillery. Uh, it's called Living Legends Teams Tournament. So it's kind of like Blue City, but it's going to be held in a vodka distillery. Um, it'll be slightly more points. You'll get a free Living Legend hero. Um, check it out. Uh, you can look on Facebook for Living Legends TT so uh stands for teams tournament titties titties tt uh i got some cool got some cool swag prizes and stuff like that but mostly it's the whole intent for it is to get a majority of the local guys and there's just some people that are coming from out of state um and just get them to do a kickback fun tournament that is not meant to be highly competitive get people you know hanging out in a more relaxed tournament format you know you got you got your team playing on the same table at the same time and you want to go grab a beer your partner can keep on playing for you you want to go take a piss no problem you want to stroll around the room no problem i mean it's it's just a much more laid-back format um uh it's just you know low low pressure but you know this will be competitive room we're still going to have a lot of the really good players in the area going to be showing up for it and people are still going to play their asses off but it's more of it's just it just meant so people can socialize a little bit more it's a little bit looser schedule more time between rounds you know just very kickback so uh i'm sure that everybody you're cooking too right so there's going to be like tacos yeah so i'm going to be doing some uh some street tacos for lunch on saturday so after you're pissed drunk already by lunch you don't have to leave the premises um you just walk out front you can uh, pay to take port take part in that it's going to be 10 bucks a person i think is what i said um and it's going to be all you can eat um street tacos which will be like uh some diablo chicken some brisket tacos and I'm probably going to do a vegan uh, taco, too, which is like some uh, marinated bulgogi-style uh, jackfruit uh, tacos. Um, oh, so, okay. Fuck yeah. you, Jeff. Yeah. So. Oh, man. So um, if I have teeth and can eat again by then, Jeff, mm-hmm. uh, that all-you-can-eat may be a bad decision. Right. Well, I'm yeah. I'm just going to we'll throw that out there. We'll definitely have plenty. I'm going to smoke uh, about 20 pounds of brisket and then be doing some Diablo chicken that I'm going to marinate, which is like 
kind of like chicken asada. And then um, I'm going to have all the accoutrement, making like some fresh corn salsa, some pico, some homemade salsa, or some guacamole. You know, we're going to have beans on the side, rice. I mean, everything that you could, you know, that you would get at a taco truck in California. What um, about an EpiPen? Does it come with that? Because <laughs> then you'll eat the jackfruit what about... taco. <laughs> yeah. Fucking what about nice. eggs and bacon? Uh, those go in tacos. Those are breakfast tacos. I don't think I would do breakfast they're, tacos. They're still tacos. Yeah. Mark, they're still tacos. Breakfast and tacos. Say everything you could want in a taco. If I've you... got to clarify. Talking about you... lunch, man. Lunch tacos, <laughs> not breakfast tacos. If you're he not didn't a say lunch taco. He said at lunch. He said tacos. At lunch. I eat breakfast tacos at lunch. I've got the craggle, man. <laughs> taco Tuesday. It's like going taco to IHOP Tuesday. for dinner. Right. Ugh. Ooh, I want tacos so bad now. Thanks a lot, assholes. Yeah, I happens. can't eat tacos. You ate pizza the hey, other you weekend, all. you dumb prick. The difference is I can't slice tacos into like quarter inch strips. Taco <laughs> strips. Make you it happen. Gum it. Gum the gum taco. It. Just gum it. A gummy taco. <laughs> that sounds awful and wonderful all at the same time. But Crunchy if you're one on of the, the people... outside, gummy on the inside. If you're one of the people that's sitting there thinking, "Oh, I don't really like vodka," well, they also make they also make whiskey and gin. And on top of that, I'm gonna be bringing in a cooler of beer for people who only only want to drink beer. Um, there'll be a portion of that too. You can't bring your own stuff in, but they they allowed us to bring in some beer for people who don't drink uh, hard what, liquor. So, what if I bring you my beer? Maybe. Yep. <laughs> we could drink all of that when we're not. I'll out get there with anymore. you offline. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but uh, they've they've been really nice about uh, the venue, <laughs> and they're real. They're going to open it up on Sunday, even though that they're not open. So we'll have the entire run of the place on Sunday, and then Saturday we'll have all day on Saturday, and they only open to the general public in the evening for them to uh, come in for like four hours or so. So we're really going to have an entire distillery pretty much two, to ourselves. Two to nine on yeah. Saturday, but we'll we'll be done like five or six o'clock. So yeah. But we've got all the private area all roped off and everything. So yeah, nobody's going to fuck with only anything. Only people are, I mean, you're going to have maybe 20, 30 people come in and go to the tasting area, and that's going to be about it. So, But it's going to be a really fun event. Hopefully we'll be able to expand it next year because they're moving locations. Um, so uh, if you don't have anything to do, it's the very last week in September. I believe it's the 28th and 29th or the 29th and 30th. Can't remember off the top of my head, but it's the last weekend. Um, Saturday and Sunday. So, if you're interested and you have a partner or you're looking for a partner, we still have one team slot open. So, hit me up on uh, Facebook, email, Twitter, whatever, and let me know that you want a spot. Uh, uh, 80 bucks for a team so let me know and on that note I think we can call it for the evening gentlemen hey Ryan how many people are signed up for Alamo oh there you go Mark I'm so <laughs> glad you cut off Jeff to ask that question motherfucker um, I have a fucking Alamo? agenda bitches <laughs> <laughs> Alamo has 10 people signed up that means we have 62 slots open they're filling of them? fast. You're not yet. I know so I'm not. So what you should do 
<laughs> is send me a PayPal to alamofantasygt at gmail.com of $70. And make sure it says friends and family because we're all friends. If you're not my friend, I don't want you coming to my tournament. Even right. the ones I don't like are still my friends. We've all got those friends we don't necessarily like, right? Like me. Um, You can hit up the website alamofantasygt.com. And yeah, check it out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I've got a couple of ideas for new things that we're going to be doing this year to make it a little more interesting. Um, more on that later. I've got to figure think, out some balancing issues. I think anybody that is contemplating going to Masters next year, the 2019 Masters, would be well served to come out to Alamo and get the lay of the land. Uh, so that when you show up for Masters, you're not surprised by all of the drunkenness. You're going to know where everything is. You're going to exactly. know which bars to walk to. You're going to know which bushes to throw up in. You're going to know not to jump in the fucking river. Um, and it's a great time. San Antonio's a dirt cheap place to go to. Hotels are cheap. Um, you can get a cab from the airport for like 20 bucks. You can walk everywhere Hookers from the venue. Hookers are cheap too, I think. Hookers are filthy cheap, and they're sometimes <laughs> underage in the neighborhoods we're in. <laughs> it's San Antonio, man. Teen pregnancy capital of America. That's how you do. All those good really? Catholic girls. Really? They beat girls. out Laredo? They, they did. did. Wow. Okay. Achievements. PlayStation achievement unlocked. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the best incentive I should give for people coming to Alamo. Yeah. Yeah, Come out, the hookers might be underage. Wait a second. <laughs> Shit. Come out to Alamo. We have breakfast tacos, and they're awesome. If you've never had a breakfast, breakfast taco, taco before, you should come to Alamo just to have one. I'll be there this year. I just missed it last year because of the Clash of Kings fair. Because you'd rather go to England. I see how it is. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Now. now you may end the podcast. No, now, now I may yeah. end it. <laughs> I give you right. permission. All of our listeners, fuck off. And on we'll that see note, you in another three months. Except for that one that sends me beer. Love you. And you can continue following us on Twitter at HumbleJeff13 for Jeff. At BeerWog for Ryan. Or my blog at TheBeerWog.blogspot.com. At CapAMR05 for Mark. At TheBeerPhase, all one word, for the entire podcast. Or if you have to contact us by email, you know, if you want to say something for a long period of time, you can contact us at thebeerphase at gmail.com. That's thebeerphase, all one word, at gmail.com. So
shaking at the knees. Could I come again, please? Yeah, the ladies were too kind. You've been thunderstruck. Thunderstruck!